Everybody. Welcome back to the Antioch Irredentist Podcast. I am your host, the Antioch Irredentist. This won't be a real long one today. It won't be a really long episode today. I'm uh, just going to go over what's relevant, what's current, and give you my thoughts. And I'm pretty sure you know what my thoughts are, but I'm going to tell you anyway. And first, we'll go ahead and start off with a topic no one's really thinking about right now, but I am because I know a man who's affected by this. I want to give a big fuck you to the Turkish military and to the government of Turkey, and to Erdogan, who's been in office way too fucking long. He's almost as bad as Netanyahu. My friend at my church, and like as you all know, I'm a Syriac Rite Catholic, and my friend, uh, who is uh, from Syria originally, he's probably 20 years older than me, and he came here in the mid-80s. He has family stuck in the northern part of Syria that is controlled by Turkish forces, they can't leave. And, you know, the Turkish military disrespects Christians. They disrespect churches. So does the Free Syrian Army and what they control. So, fuck the Free Syrian Army, too. That's another group that's allowed to have a Twitter page, by the way. You know, they get to have a Twitter page and they kill Christians and kill Alawites and kill Daruzis and Shiites. But that's okay. You know, but as long as you're not Donald Trump. You know. Anyway, so. Fuck you, Turkey. Fuck you, Aliyev. Fuck you, Free Syrian army, and that's that. On to the next topic. So we're going to talk about Twitter. You know, that happened Friday, where, uh, <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw this on Friday. This was, I haven't had so much fun in my life as I did Friday, pretty much all day Friday, but especially in the morning. I wake up, and the fucking Hotchwins, we all know the Hotchwins. They're going on there to everything. There's, there's two genders, and the election was still in everything you can think of. And, uh, you know, <laughs> what a blast. That was so fun. I had some fun doing that type of shit, too. Um, and just, you know, knowing that you can't get canceled or blocked for it nowadays, but, you know, uh, what's his name? Elon Musk, uh, saying he's going to have this diversity and inclusion council and they're going to review people who have previously been banned. They were supposed to bring back everybody immediately, but they didn't do that. They didn't do that. They just, uh, they're going to do this council conference bullshit on who gets to come back and shit like that. So I'm still going to be on there, but I'm also going to do a lot more on Gab you know, you really don't see Mark Dice post on uh, on Twitter, really. Uh, really, you see him on Gab. Uh, Donald Trump, you can get him on Gab, too, because I think his Truth Social stuff just automatically also posts over to Gab, too, so that's awesome. So, good stuff. You know, it's it's just amazing to me. Like, you can, you can be anybody. You can be the Taliban spokesperson, the official page of the Taliban spokesperson, and he gets to have a Twitter. This, this is a group, the Taliban. This is a group. 
that literally has stones women to death or hangs them from soccer goals in front of stadiums filled with people to watch a woman get hung for committing adultery or some shit like that. You know, that's been all kinds of other, you know, persecution of Hindus, Christians, all kinds of stuff, Buddhists, blowing up Buddhist statues. And they get to have a Twitter page. Donald Trump and the Proud Boys, who've never killed anybody. You know, they don't. O.J. Simpson. And they can't even use the cop out of, uh, well, he, he got uh, acquitted in the criminal trial. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Civil jury found him liable for the uh, wrongful deaths of two people. So basically he murdered people, but it's not about going to jail. It's about money. That's what a civil trial is. And the civil trial proved beyond a reasonable doubt that he fucking did the shit. It's ridiculous. It's like one juror who said no, he didn't. and the other Because you don't have to get all 12 jurors in a civil trial. You only have to get, I think, nine. And I think 11 of the 12 said he did it. So, <sighs> O.J. Simpson, a double murderer, gets to have a Twitter page. But not Donald Trump. Not the Proud Boys. The Free Syrian Army, who I mentioned earlier. They marched, They used to march around every town they'd enter. Death to Christians. Death to Alawites. You know, all that. Bunch of uh, Sunni fanatics who are basically, most of them are members of the Ikhwan, the Muslim Brotherhood. And they get to have a page, you know. The Iranian government, who, uh, you know, oversees women being stoned to death. Oversees people getting lashed, all kinds of shit. They get to have a Twitter page. But not Donald Trump. Not the Proud Boys. Not Carpe Dunctum. Anyhow, so that's just my two cents on that. But I'm having a blast, though. It's amazing. I see a lot more liberals on Twitter on Twitter nowadays. Like my feed is clogged with fucking liberal posts. Like I don't get anywhere near. Like before Friday, it was always conservative shit. I mean, you see liberal shit too, but mostly conservative shit. Now it's like I'm being flooded. So I think, and this this goes. I'll, I'll just share you with this what I think here. I think Elon Musk is good, very good possibility. He's the Antichrist. Very good possibility that because here's this rich guy who's admired by so many, and he has all these inventions. I could see him being a guy. I mean, he, he can't be president of America because he's not born in America. So unless they amend the Constitution, which I probably is not going to happen just for something someone can be a president. Um, I remember with Arnold Schwarzenegger, there was a big thing where they wanted to amend the Constitution so he could run for president because he was born in Austria. But uh, no, I think that's probably not going to happen. But he'll be some kind of big influential leader in the world. I mean, he could be, you know, I don't know what the rules are for being British Prime Minister. I don't know what the rules are for being head of the European Union or some shit like that. But he could do something and, you know, cause that bullshit. So, you know, he wants that Neuralink shit. He wants to get the computer chip in our brains and have us live in virtual reality. That's the mark of the beast right there. I'm telling y'all, don't laugh, but that's the mark of the beast. I ain't doing that shit. Fuck that. <sighs> and on to the next. We got, what, what else we got? We got this... Paul Pelosi. This, this this made me reflect, and this made me think of so much when, when this happened, because you hear that he gets attacked, you know, with a hammer. And uh, there's just so much about this that's just very odd. Like, you have to do, like, if you analyze a crime, there's, there's a lot of things that are just very strange about this. The, the left-wing media is so hell-bent on saying, on pushing the narrative, it's a MAGA attack, it's a MAGA attack, it's a MAGA attack. This guy was a MAGA fan. Not from what I'm seeing. I mean, their one, their one claim of that is because supposedly he had this blog page that he started in 2005 or whatever and didn't use until the past six months, a year. So 
right there, that could be inside job. That could be someone setting it up in his name. Or it could be uh, MK Ultra getting him to do that. You know, we all know how that goes. We know what they did to James Earl Ray, you know, and that, uh, that CIA agent Raul. They get to people who are weak in some kind of way, and they get them to do things that will ultimately sort of frame them. So this guy lived in a hippie commune. He lived in a nudist colony. He's an illegal Canadian, has two children with an illegal Russian. Well, I, th I think she's legal now, but she's in jail right now. Um, her name is Oxane Taub or Gypsy Taub or something like that. And she's 52 and he's 42. And they got two kids together. They never got married, but they have two kids together. There's another girlfriend of his that he has a third child with. And this guy, mind you, this guy is only, I'm 40. I just turned 40. This guy is only two years older than me. It's fucking nutbag. And what is he? They say he's a, he lived in this fucking, in Berkeley area. He lived in this until recently. And until very, very recently, his neighbors knew him and talked about him. They said they were jerks. They had the Black Lives Matter posters and the rainbow flag posters and all this stuff. And they said they were aggressive assholes to people. And he's a hemp jewelry maker. Does that sound like a MAGA guy to you? Nudist colony, illegal Canadian, hippie commune in, North, in Central California, Northern California, whatever the fuck. Not exactly MAGA country. Not that fucking house that they showed. And let's see here. Let's look at the facts of the case. Now, this neighborhood that the Pelosi's live in, I think the average net worth in that area, Pacific Heights or whatever it's called, that's like a, the average net worth per household is something around $400 million, $500 million. The Pelosi's alone are at $260 million. There's billionaires who live in that area. Uh, and, and they have that shitty of security. I mean, every house I've been told, I've heard from... Eyewitness neighbors who have commented on this. Every house here has glass breakage detectors. So if someone's glass got broken into, that should have set something off. Immediately gotten the cops over there. I've heard that San Francisco PD keeps a car within a short radius of there all the time because they know the fucking Pelosi's live there. It's like, come on. And they have that shitty of a security system. They don't hire private guards. It costs 600000 a year to have 24-hour personal security, like have a security guard around you at all times. Costs about six hundred thousand a year, from what I've seen, and they're two hundred sixty-six million a year million net worth. Can't afford that, huh? Interesting. The house had cameras all over it, by the way. Just mind you, we've seen no footage of anything, not even police body cam footage, which a liberal city like San Francisco would definitely have their cops having their body cams on at all times. Supposedly, this guy breaks in the glass of the back door, glass back door, and the glass breaks outward outside the house it doesn't cave into the house it goes outside the house very odd a guy walking around a neighborhood that rich in his underwear manages to get behind get through the fence get over the fence and there's no security no dogs barking nothing then breaks the back door glass and the glass breaks outside the house you know, it's considered kidnapping that he goes into a man's house and holds him, you know, without, you know, against his will. So that's considered a form of kidnapping. So he kidnaps, basically, Paul Pelosi in his own home, but lets him use the bathroom. Now, if you kidnap someone you want to do them harm, you're really going to let them use the restroom, especially when they're carrying a phone? And he makes the phone call. And he tells the cops contradicting statements. He says, I don't know the guy, but then he says, his name's David, he's a friend. Two contradicting statements in one police phone call. And then they go outside to the front yard where the cops can go. 
And the cops get there, and only in front of the cops, when the cops are there, right in front of the cops, he hits Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer a couple times. Do you see how weird this all is? And you notice that it's at, literally, happens two weeks almost before the final election day, November 8th, when the Dems are down in the polls. I mean, the markets have come back a little bit the past week, and that's not enough, and the fucking, uh, you know, the Roe versus Wade momentum they tried building, and that wasn't enough to get the Democrats far ahead in the polls because they're not ahead in the polls in any race. And now they try this sympathy stunt. How real this was or how what really happened and all this stuff. I mean, I believe, obviously, he got attacked. He got hit in the head with Amber. Okay, and that's terrible. That's horrible. That shouldn't be happening, especially to an 82-year-old man. But I think what the media did is they took this story and they spun it and they twisted it to be a sympathy story. We don't know what the nature of the relationship is between the Pelosi's and Mr. DePape. We don't know. But it's just very interesting how this happened so close to the election and the media is just so hell-bent on spinning it as a MAGA attack and a sympathy story when a lot of these facts of this case are just so strange. So... Really all I have to say about that, um, you know, like I said, craziness out there in this world, evil out there in this world, you always got to remember there's good and evil in this world. We don't live in a completely gray, gray area, black, you know, world. Sure, our, is every issue a little bit complicated sometimes? Yeah, a lot of issues are a little bit complicated, but ultimately at the end of the day, you got to say there's right and there's wrong, there's good and there's evil, there's justice and there's injustice. And all you got to do is be the good person you are and just keep praying. This madness will be over when Jesus comes back. That's all I got to say. Anyway, thank you folks for hearing me out. Thank you for listening to me ramble. And uh, be good. Evil.